0: Hello and welcome to Tarot Electric. I am Mary Shock. I have a tarot card for everyone listening today. May this card resonate with you across time and space, giving you the guidance that you need to hear in this very moment as these words reach your ears. And we got the Ace of Swords. I'm reading with the Mother Peace deck. The Ace of Swords allows us to bring our truth from within ourselves, fully realized, out into the world and share it with others. We're really calling everyone to take this time to examine your inner self, to understand what your truth is, and how you can allow your individual self to be a vehicle for justice and equality out in the world. So this is a two-part guidance for the Ace of Swords. The first part is realizing your truth and realizing the, tr- the part that your truth can play in a Justice for the whole world. And then the second half is to bring that into action, to share your truth with others, and to let yourself be that vehicle for peace and justice throughout the whole world. So I encourage all of you to take a deep dive within your own self, hear your truth, and allow it to be shared with others. I hope that resonates with you. Okay, we've got a recording of Be More Tarot Club where we talked all about the Hermit. We got into a lot of good stuff and it was a really amazing edition of Be More Tarot Club. It was the one-year anniversary. So thank you, everyone, that came out. Thank you to all of you listening right now. And if you want to come to Tarot Club, the best way to hear about the next one is to join our Facebook group, Be More Tarot Club. Or you can sign up for my newsletter from my website, MaryShock.com. And I believe the next Tarot Club is going to be Sunday, December 10th in the afternoon. So sign up for my newsletter or tarot club and you'll get the for sure update and I'll update it here also. Um, and that's in Baltimore. We're going to talk about the wheel of fortune, um, couple other little updates. This Sunday, November 12th, is Tarot and Cocktails at Golden West. Starts at 9, get there early. And then we've got our very first edition of Be More Astrology Club happening November 19th. That is from 7 to 8.30 p.m. at Meta Wellness Center in 720 West 36th Street, Baltimore, Maryland. It's going to be super fun. If you're coming, let me know. Send me an email or a Facebook message. Join our Facebook group Be More Astrology Club because we'll print out your birth chart for you so that we can all learn together. So that's going to be really fun. I also updated the Patreon page with November Tarot Scopes. So be sure to sign up to become a patron on Patreon and you'll get exclusive tarot goodies from me and you will help support Tarot Electric and Be More Tarot Club and everything else that I'm doing. So for just a dollar a month, you could get the Tarot Scopes and that's like the minimum. Um, Gosh, I just really appreciate every one of you. Thank you so much for listening. You can find Tarot Electric on iTunes where you can subscribe, rate, review, and you find Tarot Electric on Stitcher also and SoundCloud and share with a friend and let me know if you have any questions or thoughts or ideas. I'd love to hear from you and just sending you guys all of my love. Enjoy the show. And we're going to talk about the Hermit. I'm so excited. Tarot Club, we kind of talk, circle, share. And then I carve out room at the end where we can either break into groups and do individual readings and practice. Or kind of pull as a circle and talk about it. So there will be time for that. But I had a little tarot story that I wanted to tell you guys about something that happened to me. Um, so the other day I was getting ready to do this reading. And it was online. So I had, it was an email reading. So I had my computer there um I was with the rider weight deck which I've been using and I just knew that something was missing from it I was like this is not something's missing and um I counted the cards and I lost the emperor
1: wow, <gasps> wow. Yeah,
0: I know that's what I said and I cannot remember the last time I saw this card I honestly cannot I might have lost it a while ago and I was like "A look I've been in and out of Baltimore over the summer, so it's just like, who knows, you know? And I read tarot so many places, impossible. I don't think I'm gonna find it, maybe. Oh, and I was so like, kind of relieved that it was the emperor, because maybe if it was another card, I would have gotten really upset. But since it was the emperor, I just thought it was really interesting. And then I asked the deck, like, where is the emperor? And I pulled the devil. (laughs) Right? And then I'm just living with that. I'm like, this is wild. And I feel like first I was getting the idea that it was somewhere like upside down or that it was like under something, but I'm also getting the feeling that I really might not find it. And then I started to imagine what it means to have lost the emperor which while it means so many things definitely represents patriarchy and structures and the way in which i'm getting chills as i talk about this and losing that card and what that could mean for me and the world at large in terms of really the destruction of the, like, old ways of ruling and, and what that could kind of mean. And the fact that the devil comes up and it's just like, where's the emperor? In hell. Like, yeah. the emperor is <laughs> fucked, you know? And then I was thinking okay. about, like, Harvey Weinstein and everyone that's been, um, everything that's been brought to light recently with, like, um, sexual abuse of, um, mm-hmm. with people in power and uh, in a way in which in society it seems like we're no longer ready to kind of sweep that under the rug, and we're really saying like this is no longer okay with us. Um, and the way in which the emperor be lost ties into all of that, and then the devil coming up just seems like you know. So now my big question is, what am I going to do with this rider weight deck? Because I use it a lot, and. Um, it's not the one in my hands, but it's somewhere in this pile. But, like, I use it a lot. In that moment, I had the computer in front of me. I had to do this reading. I'm like, can I still use this deck? I pulled the Queen of Cups and the Ten of Cups. I'm thinking, yes, that's a yes, right? Like, that's, like, use this deck. It's nurturing and loving. It almost seemed to be celebrating. What would happen if
2: you pulled an Emperor from another deck and put it in? Would that, I mean, what are the, what? What are the rules about well, that, mixing it, decks? When i can tell
1: you something that happened similar is um, <clears throat> I'm on a tarot group on Facebook and the guy said, <clears throat> I need, a am missing a three of swords from the Aquarian deck from the 1973 edition. Does anybody have one? I'll buy it. And I have it because I had to old decks that are either too worn out or are missing cards and I Use for craft projects, awesome. <laughs> or or if I do uh, art markets, I like put earrings on them to Because I don't feel like it's desecrating anything, but. Um, and I sent it to him. I didn't even charge him for it. I just sent it to him. So you could do that. Interesting. If you know, like, what, what edition it is and stuff. Yeah. You might find somebody that has it. I yeah. might have it. I have a couple of old Rider Waite decks that are incomplete.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the newest one. I got it like not too long ago. Yeah. So I could, what I could do is like maybe get one from someone or just buy another deck and just deck. pop the Emperor in. Yeah. That could happen. But. I'm kind of wondering if I even need it, and I'm really toying. her I guess I have to ask the deck a little bit more. But I'm really toying around with the idea of just keeping this deck. Maybe I got
3: a whole other Rider weight that has the That's Emperor. It. That's right? what I was thinking, because you know what? Because this deck is sort of special, and it might be have, it might be appropriate for certain types of readings or for certain right? people that just feel like this is the deck you need to use. Right.
0: I feel like I kind of need to rename this emperorless deck. Emperorless <laughs> deck. Work with it on a goddess, like maybe trauma-based work healing, and um, and I don't know. But I just thought it was such a wild thing, and I wanted to share it with you all. And I'll update you guys, you know, and let you know like what what I decide and what I talk with the deck about. But I thought that was crazy. Has anyone else lost a card in the deck?
4: When you started, I thought you meant your your Hodorowski Marseille deck. Oh, yeah. And um, I've lost um, two cards in mine when I was in Florida. So I kept it in case you lost a card from yours. Oh, Uh,
0: that's so nice.
4: But uh, it would have been cool if you lost that emperor instead of the other. That (laughs) would have been meant to be. Yeah.
0: The thing is then, so, and the whole reason why it like especially rung true with me with the, um, the kind of way that, like, uh, people in power who are becoming unveiled of their abuse and then falling is because the whole reason that I put the Hordorowski deck down is because I was, like, feeling all these feelings about Hordorowski and his rape accusations. And, like, that's a whole thing. I don't know if we want to get into it right now, but I was, like, upset with this deck, you know? And I was just like, this is... Hurtful to me, and so then and then I like was always using the Rider weight. So then when that happened, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what am I doing now?" You know, like my two fave decks are just in some ways like really just coming undone, um, emasculated. Yes, in
3: yeah. a certain way. I yeah. got, I got a, 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 an
2: extra card with the deck once, like mm. uh, When I got like, my friend sent me Aquarius deck. I was back in college and I don't I don't use that. I mean I don't really like it. I think it's a neat I think the illustrations are really cool, but I don't use it. But he just sent it to me. And um, it was like a sealed deck and I opened it up and there were there, were, uh, there was a duplicate of the Two of Swords huh. in the deck, which was wow. just really kind of wild. That is I mean, interesting.
0: Thank you, Pat. That is and interesting. I never know what that meant, but yeah.
1: Thing. I wonder if somebody else got a deck that didn't have it oh, sure. exactly. No. Somebody got it. yeah, because they seal them at the factory. Right, yeah. right.
0: Yeah. No. Well, thanks for listening. I, you know, I'll just keep everybody informed. But I thought it was so funny. I was excited right. to tell
1: you all. Right. Yeah. Maybe you'll find him someday. He'll just pop up in some weird place. Yeah. And you'll have some kind of revelation. Maybe. <laughs> I
0: wouldn't Midnight? be surprised if I did find it. I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't. You yeah. know, it's just yeah. really like
5: interesting. I
0: don't even know. Hey, Jonah. Hey. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. We talked
5: about your uh, missing emperor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cool. So you kind of came with like perfect timing. I feel like we wrapped that up. Everybody, this is Jonah. Hey. Do you want to say hi? hi?
5: Hey, I'm Jonah. Nice hi. to meet everybody. Hi. Hi. Um, you know, do
0: your thing. Like, make yourself at home. And I feel like we could chat about the hermit now, mm-hmm. if everybody's ready. We got a bunch of hermit cards to send around. And since I've talked so much, I kind of just want to open up and let everybody else talk. But I'll pass, we got the Marseille, my hermit from the summer deck, and this hermit from the medicine woman tarot, which I thought was cool. Oh, cool. And then over here, we'll pass the Thaw, classic rider weight. And then from Cheryl's deck, the Magical Realism, I love the darkness of that card. And the Crone from the Mother Peace deck, which is card number nine. So there's a whole bunch of Hermits to check out. And I'm wondering if anybody has any like, Hermit thoughts they wanna share with us. What does it mean to y'all? Or I could talk first, no pressure. (laughs) Uh, I
2: was, I'll start. I, I love the Hermit. Um, well, I was, you know, this kind of this was the card that kind of made me interested in tarot to begin with. Because remember the Zeppelin Four? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of people. This is like the the image that the first their introduction to tarot is seeing this on Zeppelin Four, and then they're like, oh, I know this one. Um, but other beyond that, I think I think this card is so central. I think this card is really there's so many other cards because I was thinking about it um, earlier today just how many cards correlate to this one. And like the whole middle section of the cops totally does, like from four, five, six, seven, eight, all of them. Um, and then also the fool, cause the emperor's been where the fool is going. And um, the hanged man, cause the, the, the he's also in you know, the, the, the hermit's basically been where everybody, where everybody's going. And um, I don't know, he's just, and, he, and he's leading the way, he's telling, he's. Lighting the way for the people that are are coming from where he's been. And um, yeah, he's really very awesome and powerful and wise.
1: I think of him as Diogenes, you know, looking for an honest man and he's he's anti-material. I mean, you know, because Diogenes' father was like minted coins or something, so he was very anti-material and he went and lived in a a wine jar. But I think of, of the hermit that way, as like getting away from the material world and going into the spirit world and, and just looking for his own truth. You know? Yeah, I vibe
0: with all of that about the hermit. And I think, like, it is interesting in the Rider Waite to see the Fool card zero, like starting the. If tarot is the Fool's journey and the Fool's starting it, then the Fool's like, you see the mountains in the distance, and if the hermit like has been everywhere, the hermit's like reached that height, you know? Right. Like, is mm-hmm. at the mountain. And then I've even heard people connect all of the waterways in the Rider weight deck with like water that would flow from those snow caps, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's this whole kind of flow to it. Um, yeah, I think it's a super important deck in the tarot in general. And I like to get it.
1: When I made my hermit car in my deck, um, I, my model was a guy that had just retired from a job that was thirty-three years at the Hershorn huh. and um, and he made his own costume and brought his own real kerosene lamp and all this mm-hmm. stuff. It was pretty cool, and it was perfect for it because I mean I felt like that was part of what it's what the hermit's about, you know, is that whole going into another phase of. of uh, Hiding my thinking, really, and I had him walking into the bushes, <laughs> just because I felt like it was a nice, like dark, natural place that was safe. And you know, I think it was
0: yeah. I definitely think it's that inward journey, right? I think the hermit's kind of an interesting card because you, if someone is maybe new to tarot or getting their tarot read for the first time and they get the hermit, you might be thinking like, oh no, am I going to be alone? Or like, does this mean I'm lonely? Or like, what does, this doesn't look great. But to me, as like a spiritual person, I'm thinking, awesome, alone time to dive within myself. Perfect. You know? I think it has a lot to do with meditation and whatever takes us to that meditative place. You know? Because the hermit is like the person that leaves society to study and to to elevate themselves, right? So it's that personal work that you do within or without others. Um, But I always see the Hermit as this full journey. Like in the beginning, you go within. You do, I think of healing with the Hermit. Go within to heal from the past. You get the truth, right? The light the hermit's lamp being this like inner shining star of truth and knowledge that you discover in that space. But then I think the, ger- the hermit's journey isn't done until you come back down from the mountain, like reintegrate with society and share what you learned, right? And tell other people, oh, I discovered this mm-hmm. about myself, about how to heal, and now I'm giving it to you. And I would say that's the whole hermit's like arc to me. So there are sometimes where you meet, where you get that card, and it's like, oh, I need to go within. Perfect, I'm ready for it. But sometimes it'll come up to me as say, you've been in for a long time. How can you go out now?
5: Right. Same. Same with like the hangman. Like when you know when to come back down. Totally. Like when 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 do you uh, let go of that introversion and like go and like tell people what you found? Right. Because if you just go up on the mountain, you're like in your own truth by yourself, like, that's pretty useless for everybody else. Like, it might be awesome for you, but, like, you know, unless you're, like, actually going to, like, go be a hermit and, like, go live on a mountain, like, for real, for real, like, what's the point of, like, your own inner, like, doing the inner work if, like, you never get to share that with anybody else.
3: Yeah. It totally reminds me of of Reiki, actually, and Yasui being on the mountain, getting the Reiki information, and then coming back then.
5: Right, and I'm sure that felt great for that dude. And yeah. then you can and just like stay up there. You yeah, but like, stay up there and be energized right. and whatever.
3: Or you could come back down right. and do the healing work. Share
5: it with others. Yeah. yeah. It's also funny to like think of him in in relation to the fool, right, where the fool's all like open and like, I'm gonna go experience like whatever, everything's super cool. Right. And then like, you know, you get to the hermit who's like older, wiser, more wizened, like isn't gonna experience everything is gonna experience like what he shines the lantern on. Right? Like a small piece of the puzzle,
4: yeah.
3: Mary. yeah. this is not the hermit, this is you. Why are you in with the oh, hermit? Oh, that's the
0: hierophant in our thought deck. I must have chosen oh. that one. But For it's so interesting reason, though, because,
3: because it's her card. We because It's about her, it. it. her card. but yeah. it's so interesting that She's it's hanging out with the hermit? Too. You're hanging that's out with well the hermit. Got <laughs> to be.
0: Got that to is be. Be. interesting. Uh-huh. And I mean, the hierophant, they do kind of touch on each other in weird ways because if the hierophant is like the high priest of the tarot or the spiritual teacher, the hierophant is really like the person getting divine knowledge and sharing it with everyone. Like that's like what a priest might do or a leader in the community. But like, and I see that person is having a certain connection to the divine and so does the hermit. But the Hermit, it's like all for yourself, really, in that moment. It's a, I
3: don't know anything about this, but it feels like the Hermit's Earth.
0: That's what I was just saying. And say. yeah. the
3: Hierophant is Air. Yeah. I mean, that's,
0: that's how it, totally uh, uh, mean. Yeah. I mean. Yeah.
3: That. I don't know. That's. Like, I don't know. Um,
0: actually, looking at these cards now, like looking at your deck, Cheryl, the magical realism, it's really interesting how this person is reminding me of maybe some other ideas about, like I think of the hermit and I'm making this hermit so like wise and a monk and spiritual journey, but there's also a place where the hermit is someone who is like, a uh maybe like a curmudgeon, you know, yes. or someone I, who's I, like I was, yeah. can't live in society yes. for some reason. For
1: a while. It's I feel like it's a temporary state where you can't be around people for a while. Yeah. And uh to, to get in touch with yourself, it's much more earthy and getting grounded and being spending time alone to figure out, you know, what's going on. Really. Uh, and uh, it, I thought your hermit that I just saw reminded me of Papa Legba.
0: Oh. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was just wondering if you had any connection between this. That's... that's an African yeah. story, folktale.
1: Yeah,
0: a, the myth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I certainly was not thinking of that when I created the deck, but I wouldn't be surprised if it came through. The right? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. because yeah. um, I wasn't even like, um aware of the orations at all when I made that the artwork for that deck but since then I've gotten to like meet with many people that honor their orations and it's so interesting to learn about I think it's so beautiful and if that's in there in the deck then I'm like all for it you know it's pretty cool
1: I was looking at these as they went by and they're two two together one was mine and I forgot which one I think it was the orations but it, it um Mine is like going to the left and looking down, basically. He's all, he's going to the subconscious and into the darkness with his little lamp. <laughs> and the other one was like reaching up to the mountain and all very light, you know. So there's two sides of the, of that character. Totally. You know. And that
3: experience. Yeah. That experience of learning about one's sort of self mm-hmm. can be either. Yeah. yeah. Can either. I mean, it can be an inward one or it can be one that's divine, like this, yeah. like divinely. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: with the lines are up.
3: Yeah. Where yeah. the energy is moving.
1: And then you always think about the card that comes next. Yes. You know, because it's a journey. Mm-hmm.
0: Which would be the wheel of fortune, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, to me, that speaks to the re-entering into <laughs> yeah. society, like back into the fold. The society. wheel of fortune is like the wheel of... Of time and like the year and our experiences,
1: and he's willing to take whatever's coming. Sure, you know either side. But, you know because it's dark and light. And
0: it's yeah. Um, this one is interesting too, Jay. This is your card. What deck is it from? Oh, uh,
4: the Fortune's Wheel.
0: I like that it has the the um, hourglass and. Yeah. I feel like you posted some other photos with the hourglass on Facebook, too, right? Or maybe someone else did. Yeah, he
4: was um, in some really, really old decks. He was like Saturn in his time. Yes. That's cool. I
0: think in some like really old decks, he's totally with the hourglass, right?
4: Yeah, I saw the – I looked in um, – you know the, the Visconti's Forza deck that's like 1450? Mm-hmm. I looked in that book just before I left and I don't remember the exact words, but it says something about, um, as far as the hermit with with time, it was about how it's a reminder to think, uh, like, what really matters. Like, when you think about, you know, um, temporal things and usually if you're upset about something and you think about how temporary it is, or ask yourself, does this really matter? It usually really doesn't, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. And you can get also ultra-hermit crazy and think, well, even all the pl- stars and planets and the sun and everything I see is temporary, but <laughs> it's, um, I, for me, the hermit's kind of, um, that big perspective. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of what you get when you go to the top of the mountain. You see it all, yeah. right? Another thing that I think is interesting that I've read, um, and I guess Todorovsky talks about it a lot in his book, and I don't know if it's been written about in other places or if this is something that, because sometimes he will write about things that he's like, this is the way it is, but it's actually like the way that he feels it should be. <laughs> um, but he makes his hermit is carrying like a lantern and it's closed, and then there's one red panel, and he says that sometimes this can be like someone with a wine bottle, that there's a way in which, this, so that just speaks to the way this card can be like the enlightened spirit seeker, or maybe they're like just holding up to like, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
5: yeah,
0: the recluse, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. with the hermit, when it comes up, I'm just saying like, where
1: is this card leaning? That can
0: all of
1: that. Also, he's old, you know, right. and there is a sense of urgency that comes with old age. Mm-hmm. I was just- saying, You're just like, talking about that. It's like, he turned 60 and it's like, oh shit, I better hurry up, mm-hmm. you know, because well, you don't have time to waste. You don't know if you're gonna live another year or another 30 years, you know? So I think that even though he looks like he's moving slow, there, there has to be some sense of urgency to it because he's the nine, he's the, the end of the cycle
3: You know, he's gonna move into the next phase with the Wheel of Fortune with the ten. Right. I like the mother piece one. It's Hecate. It is. It's Hecate. I just checked it to make sure I was right. Yeah. I I just wanted to make that sort of mother. It's a the the maiden mother, Crone. Right. And that like that cycle, and she's she represents that cycle too. So. The goddess of the crossroads. Right. Right. And choices. and, And the
0: darkness. The
3: darkness.
0: Yeah. I love Hecate. And can't. I love yeah. this card. The mother piece is amazing. She's absolutely at the crossroads. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. And, I mean, if the hermit's at this like end of the cycle, I feel like you get that choice of like, where am I going with this now? You know? Nine being the last whole number. And then there's this idea of like, once you do kind of the hermit work, like what's next for me? And I feel like the hermit can sometimes
5: put us in that place. Mm-hmm. Also like Porter talks about it as a number of crises. Yeah. Right? And like whether to, cause I think there's like that also encoded in the nine of like whether to move forward and like get on the wheel or be like, Oh God, I don't want to like deal with like the unknown or what comes next. I'm going to retreat into either seclusion and hide or like go back to the things that I knew. Right? Yeah. And like that place of like wanting to cling to known territory instead of going into the like, right? Because to go from like the 9 to the to the 10 to double digits is like really scary. You know? Mm-hmm. That's like jumping off the big diving board, not the little one. Right? And I think there's like the human tendency to be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to. I'm gonna just hide. You know? Get stuck in my ways. Right.
0: That's like the danger of the hermit card. Yeah. Right. So That's that you bizarre. get stuck there. Yeah. What do yeah. you guys think the lantern is or the light?
2: Well, I think that, because um, I, I, I guess my interpretation of hermit's always been a little bit more like, I'm going to teach, it's more of a teacher card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm, I'm like, this is the, this is the wisdom, this is the guidance, this is the, this is experience. Yeah. And this is, um. You're not. You're not the first person to have done this, and you're not going to be the last person to be where you are either. And um, the hermit is just listening to the experience of people that have been there before, and that's what the lantern is—is is seeing. And that's like, here I'm holding up the lantern because I know, and you, I'm showing you what you know. I mean, it's going to be different for everybody, but the it's but there's nothing new. There is absolutely nothing new under the sun. And, um, yeah, that's what, the, uh, that's what the lantern helps us see. It's like, okay, okay, now we're looking at it, and I'm helping you see it.
0: I love that. Uh, yeah.
2: It's, a, it's just such a wise card, it's it's really, whenever I get the hermit, I'm just always so happy. Because it does remind me that, okay, people, you're gonna get through this, because, you know, people have been through this. This is not, you know, this is a unique situation to you, but nobody else, you know, this, this is the human condition. And um, you're gonna survive, and you know, the hermit's gonna. You're just gonna listen to people that have, have survived it, and you're gonna learn from their mistakes, or or not. But you're gonna take that information and, and do with it what you will. So it's just it just reminds you, and conversely, because you know the hermit is alone, but this is the card that reminds me that I'm not alone. <sighs> mm.
1: That's neat. That's,
2: that's
0: we, sweet. Makes me yeah. think of ancestors in that way. Too. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Your spiritual
0: connection, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. especially your sure, ancestors, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, love I it. actually. In my um, self-portrait, I painted because um, I felt the same thing. You're not alone, and so I painted uh, my grandmother. She's the ancestors, and then the inner child. So even the hermit, you know, isn't alone. Um, so so yeah, so hearing mm-hmm. that really resonates. Um, but the, the lantern, I also think maybe connected to the star, or you know how we kind of we go inward, we kind of
1: learn, and
0: then we can come out kind of with that confidence of sharing, or even the sun and looking at this. I never thought about it, but there's like it almost
2: looks
1: like a sun on the inside. I think I'm this. looking
2: for the star part. I think it's the same shape as the yeah. star part
1: too. I think it's it a six-point point star. Yeah. 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 So, Waite
0: definitely made that connection very clear. Waite definitely thought that was the star of the star card yeah. inside the Hermit's inside the hermit's Lantern. But that's also interesting to pull in the sun, because I saw the sun in your portrait. Your portrait's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Thank yeah. you for sharing No, mm-hmm. so I was going to look here, because that is giving me sun vibes. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but that's just what I was, like, feeling with it. Mm-hmm. And, um... And I always think of the sun when I think of the hermit, because the sun is card number 19, and the hermit's card number 9. And for me, they're connected. So, I always think of, like, the hermit is that exploration within, but then when you come out, it's like the sun rising, you know, and it's this kind of dawning and bringing everything that you learned within out and to... Everyone to kind of let it shine down. So I always think of them as a little pair. And then I think of the nines, too. So whenever I get a nine of cups or a nine of wands, I'm thinking about the hermit. I'm thinking oh. about how it relates. That's how I breathe. Um, so not everyone's going to connect the hermit and the sun. And Some people might connect um, the hermit and the moon the moon is 18, so if you get eight plus one, nine. But those work well to, for me too, so I like that also. That definitely for me,
2: because the, the minor arcana card that corresponds to Hermit is the Eight of Cups. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because look, this guy—I mean, he's he's got the staff, and he's going up yeah, the mountains, yeah. and he's looking for the answers. Cool. I mean, this is this is what this guy is on the journey, You're and right. this guy is coming up to the mountains, and when mm-hmm. he gets there, he's going to be this guy. Yeah. Um,
5: yeah, he's like junior hermit. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is the hermit in training. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: And um, yeah, and he's got the moon, and the moon's kind of looking at him like, you know, we okay, all right. Because the hermit's got a and the moon's got a very like uh, suspicious expression on his face. But um, yeah, and it's an it's a the eight, and he's the nine. It's yeah, kind of perfect. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now I think the hermit's lantern gives it a Pluto vibe because it's this light in the darkness. Because Pluto. Astrologically, shines light on the darkness. It's it's taking a little spotlight and pointing it on what's hiding, and it's that whole palcy Scorpio kind of thing going on, because um, he's he's in there looking for something in the darkness and in dark the darkness within himself, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's that whole deep psychological uh, exploration thing, and I think that's what the lantern represents. I don't think of it as solar at all, but there's no reason it can't be. Like yeah. you're opening up new ideas for me. Yeah, but um, I like that
0: because now I'm gonna. Yeah.
1: meditate on that connection. Mm.
0: That's why I love Terraflow.
5: Um, actually, do you, uh, do you see any like connection with Chiron? Like Now that we're talking astrology also. Um,
1: sort of. I mean, I think of Chiron like archery. Right. <laughs> you know, more than right. a lamp. You know, but, but just like
5: wounded
3: healer. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. definitely the wounded healer aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I could see that. I think the moon makes a lot of sense to me, no. though, because, I mean, the moon, I mean, I'm bringing all kinds of stuff, but like, like it's a yin principle, right? I mean, it's not yang, it's like, it's mui inward. Right. So that kind of thing is, I think. Yeah. Reminds me of the clone of the hermit. Though. Yeah.
0: Right. And the way that nine has a great reference to birth and gestation.
2: Nine months here, right here. yeah.
0: So then that being connected to the moon and the triple goddess cycle all seems to really flow yeah
5: another you know, thing that's interesting about the hermit is it's the only cold weather card I think. I think there's one other but like he he's like definitely more bundled up than anything in the I
2: think it's high the,
5: priestess is in a robe also oh you're talking about the major arcana yeah The minor
2: Arcana, the five of is it the five of pentacles yeah that's oh, oh, yeah, exactly should, what is i is thought yeah that's it. the yeah. snow yeah because yeah. they're stumbling through the snow in
3: that one yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. But I feel like, especially in the uh, Marseille deck, like he's definitely like looks
3: colder than anybody that's else. Just, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well, Old
1: people are cold. <laughs> blamey, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a southern aspect to it too, with the cold oh. and the old and the, the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's
4: cool. Yeah. There's a poem by Wallace Stevens that starts with, one must have a mind of winter, mm-hmm. which he's talking about like detachment. Mm-hmm. And I've always associated that with the hermit because he's got the snow on the peaks there. Yeah. Right. And um he, is, he has that detachment um, yeah. Who is the hermit in
5: the uh, Shakespeare? Do you? Remember?
0: We were just looking I at know. the Shakespeare Oracle, which my aunt has, and it's an amazing deck. It's, it's really amazing.
2: <laughs> I wonder if it's King Lear
5: uh no he's that dead that was death
0: yeah well yeah. <laughs> i forget but you know i'll take a picture and post it on the tarot club look so it up right now. you'll have to join facebook I'll to look figure it, it out okay go for it yeah enlighten us i do forget but i mean it could be king Lear, couldn't it any other cultural references huh? you're feeling for the Hermit?
5: Some reason I always think of Leonard Cohen because that he lived in a monastery for months. <laughs> <Matthew>. Yes.
2: <laughs> you know, and the anniversary of his death's coming up on right. Monday.
5: And you know, I like I was in conversation with a friend of mine like years ago about like how nice that would be to like go live in a monastery and he was, he was basically like you sell out, like it's so <laughs> easy to like be spiritual in a monastery. Yeah. You know, like the hard thing to do is like to do it down in the world. And oh, I think like yeah. that's that yeah. is the hermit journey. It, mm-hmm. to like go there and get it and then be able to practice it in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And like I guess like I've just sort of conflated those things in my mind with like, you know, Leonard Cohen.
2: Yes, yeah, so, um, Timon of Athens is the hermit. good. Okay. Yeah. You must eat Athens. men. Get thanks. You, I must you con that you are thieves professed that you work not in holier shapes for there is boundless theft and limit, limited professions. Rascal thieves, here's gold. Go suck the subtle blood of the great till the high fever seethe your blood to froth, and so scape hanging, trust not the physician. His antidotes are poison, and he slays more than you rob. Take wealth and lives together. Do villainy, do, since you protest to do it like workmen. Oh, it goes on and on and on. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what his team went in Athens. Cool. Kind of a
0: recluse style for the Hermit, huh? Yeah,
2: oh my God. You know, I was just on, on Friday, I was, at, we were, I was at a party, like listening party where we it's a Leonard Cohen theme, and oh. we we're all bringing our favorite Cohen songs, we we're mm. talking about it, because his, his death is coming up, and he was just so amazingly significant to, to me and so many other people. Mm-hmm. And the song
3: that I'm thinking of right now is Teachers. Mm. Right. Yeah. I love that connection you made with, I, mean, I, I never thought of that, that, him being a teacher, you know, yeah. him being a teacher and this is my life card and I was chosen to be a teacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it is very personal. I mean, I've taught everything I've ever loved to do.
0: I feel like we really shed some light on an important card in tarot and I just kind of want to open it up to make sure that everyone gets and shares exactly what they want to share. Everybody feels good? Oh, I'm so good. Okay. All right, then I'm gonna stop the recording, but we can also kinda of say goodbye to the podcast Bye. listeners. Bye. Bye.